Welcome. It's Monday, the 29th of June. So glad you could join us here on Con Café, a weekly devotional. Looking at the lectionary text for the coming week, we look at the gospel for this coming Sunday in a devotional called Keep Company with Jesus. And we're looking at Matthew chapter 11, verses 16 to 19, and then jumping to verses 25 to 30 in a modern paraphrase version we call The Message. Hear now the word of God. How can I account for this generation, Jesus is asking. The people have been like spoiled children whining to their parents. We wanted to skip rope, and you were always too tired. We wanted to talk, but you were always too busy. John came fasting, and they called him crazy. I came feasting, and they called me a lush, a friend of the riffraff. Opinion polls don't count for much, do they? The proof of the pudding is in the eating. Abruptly, Jesus broke into prayer. Thank you, Father, Lord of heaven and earth. You've concealed your ways from sophisticates and know-it-alls, but spell them out clearly to ordinary people. Yes, Father, that's the way you like to work. Jesus resumed talking to the people, but now tenderly. The Father has given me all these things to do and say. This is a unique Father-Son operation, coming out of the Father and Son intimacies and knowledge. No one knows the Son the way the Father does, nor the Father the way the Son does. But I'm not keeping it to myself. I'm ready to go over it line by line with anyone willing to listen. Are you tired? Worn out? Burned out on religion? Come to me. Get away with me, and you'll recover your life. I'll show you how to take a real rest. Walk with me, and work with me. Watch how I do it. Learn the unforced unforced rhythms of grace. I won't lay anything heavy or ill-fitting on you. Keep company with me, and you'll learn to live freely and lightly. This is the word of God for the people of God, and we say thanks be to God. Well, happy Monday, dear friends. I pray you had a safe and blessed weekend, and you found time to... Worship safely in person at the church of your choice or worship from the comfort of your home, watching on Facebook or YouTube as we did. We were blessed by uh, uh, Brian Sherman's sermon today that he shared at First United Methodist Church of Gonzales. But I would pray that we would all uh, receive God's blessings and joys today. We also heard the the news on Sunday that the worldwide count of COVID-19 cases has hit 10 million plus, and the number of deaths is approaching half a million. 500,000 people have died from this dreaded virus. Friends, I can't stress enough how serious this thing is. The thing that can keep us safe is to wear a mask, wash our hands, and keep a social distance to about six feet between you and others. This is affecting people we know and love, and we need to be in prayer for all we know who have been hit with the virus or are sick of other illnesses. We had word today that Brian Gibson, son of Sammy and Ginger Gibson, has tested positive for the virus, and also uh, members of his family are also showing symptoms of the virus. So please pray for Brian and all of his kids. Pray for Sammy and Ginger. We got a praise report on Lauren Williams and that she's off the ventilator, finally. We thank God and praise God for that. 
She's awaiting more results from the test, so we pray for her healing, comfort for her family, and that she may be able to return back to her home and be with her family soon. And as always, friends, I say pray for one another and pray for yourselves. It's important. Prayer is very, very important. It's connecting. And we pray because God answers prayers. Well, a meme I saw last night said that a deleted scene from the movie Back to the Future has Doc Brown telling Marty, whatever you do, don't set the time machine to go back to the year 2020. (laughs) Think about that. This has been, for the most part, the most unexplainable year on record. None of what we have received and experienced uh, seems like we expected it. In fact, it seems like it came straight from a wicked Hollywood script. And that applies to all areas of life, even the church. In fact, Jesus' opening question in this passage could be easily asked of us, how can I account for this generation? And his description might fit us a bit too snugly. The people have been like spoiled children whining to their parents. We wanted to skip rope, and you were always too tired. We wanted to talk, but you were always too busy. Ouch. Are we guilty as charged? Friends, the reason Jesus came, and that was to receive the, I mean, to reveal the hidden nature of God's love, that the church of that day did well in keeping truly hidden. Jesus came with love, and a love worth celebrating, that we matter to God, and because of that, sent Jesus to the earth to share that message with us. Several years ago, there was a community of people living just outside the city limits of the town where I served as pastor of my church. They were known for their distinct dress, men with Western-style shirts, the women with floor-length dresses, and usually, usually wore long hair, but usually in buns. And uh, we had one particular year where we as a city experienced a lot, including a major uh, vehicular accident that claimed the lives of nearly 30 school students. We saw the appearance of satanic material in our city, and the city, uh, the city's police chief confirmed that there were several covens of witches in our town. And so with that evidence, uh, I helped form the city's ministerial alliance, and as a group, we knew we had to share the good news with the town like never before. So we set our sights on having a citywide parade demonstrating our love for Jesus and Jesus' love for us. We called it Mission for Jesus, which went with our city's name. Yes, that's right. The 11 years that I served in Mission, Texas. We were to march as a presence and witness of the love of Christ for our community. The plan was a simple one. We'll march down the city's main street to a pavilion in a park near downtown, and there we would have music and singing and testimonies about Jesus' love. I will never forget the faces and smiles of those who took part and how God blessed that event, and I pray also blessed the city. Sadly, I'll never forget the conversation I had with one of the leaders of the aforementioned commune. He never smiled, had a stern look on his face, and he came and asked me in a stern voice, what's this all about? I said, it's all about Jesus and his love for us. He answered, what kind of Jesus is that? Our Jesus is a warrior Jesus. And the rest of the conversation was about views that I did not share with him, and obviously I can't remember. 
but apparently our public show about Jesus' love was not warrior enough for him or his group. Within a year, that group disappeared. Friends, Jesus, our Jesus, wants a loving, intimate relationship with you and me. No secrets, no hidden agendas, just the open way of saying how he loves and cares for each of us. Yes, Jesus is at war with Satan. Jesus is at war with sin, but he already defeated both of them on the cross. What he's all about now is taking care of us and trying to guide us in the right direction, trying to get us to make decisions and to live lives that glorify him and seeing that we be obedient to him. And so what Jesus offers to us in this passage is the kind of lifestyle that blesses us and allows us to find in him real rest and real recovery for our lives. A life defined by the obedient following of Jesus' unforced rhythms of grace, as he said in the above passage, unencumbered by that which is heavy or ill-fitting on us. And all this is ours, dear friends, if we would just keep company with Jesus. Those who keep company with Jesus are keeping company with the author of life. Those who don't find themselves keeping company with the thief of life whose main desire and purpose is to steal, kill, and destroy. Sadly, we know how that story ends, but the pen set to the paper of our lives is held by Jesus, who will write a story that impacts lives with hope, peace, and love. And why should we choose any other path or any other person with whom to keep company? Let's pray. Heavenly Father, if the pen on my life is writing the wrong ending for, for me or for us, Lift that pen and toss it away and bring your pen of life on our soul so that we can truly keep company with you. Help us be the means of grace and the instruments of peace and the bringers of hope. So many stand in need of this and we want to bring those gifts to the hurting world. And this can only happen if we trust in you and keep company with you. And we pray, asking this in faith in Christ Jesus' strong name. Amen. Have a great blessed day in the Lord. Here's your assignment for today. Show others how blessed you are in having or keeping company with Jesus. Receive my blessings of love and peace. I'm Pastor Adalia Again, thank you for tuning in. If this has blessed you, share it with someone. And may the Lord bless you and keep you. Amen.